So the hot topic of yesterday was uh, I was laughing because it's kind of funny because it's kind of hot. Get it? It's like a pun. Yeah. Was uh, what deodorant do you use? Oh wow! Is it, do people really want to know? <laughs> I think it's a funny topic because I like that some people wear like like they can't find deodorant that works. Uh, that's Peter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Peter, do you want to answer that or you don't? Um. So my go-to deodorant for the longest time was Arm & Hammer Essentials Aluminum-Free. Yeah. Wow. Uh, which smelled really good. And then I started to get a rash under my armpits. It was red. It was <laughs> wow. kind of scaly. Really ah! know this. It was kind of really itchy. No one wanted to know that. <laughs> you asked. What you- I didn't want to know that his armpits were scaly. <laughs> Are you sure? Because that's why I use a different deodorant now. So I've had oh. sh- I've had shingles twice. Oh, gosh. So I'm, oh. I'm very you sensitive. Like my, you sound like my grandma. This is sharing uh, right Your now. grandma and I would get along really well. This is bad. So I've been looking for a natural <laughs> deodorant, and I've settled on humble deodorant. Yep, it's the humble uh, patchouli oh, scent. Oh, come on! So here I am. Wow. You're not patchouli. If you wear patchouli, you're not coming into the S office. I can't smell it yet. Virtually all of my colognes include patchouli, and my deodorant includes patchouli. Okay. Every candle gross. in my house is patchouli. I, wow. I haven't smelled it on you because I'm not a patchouli fan. Like, like almost vomit. Hater, yeah, you know what makes me vomit? Uh, when people do sage, like burn it, yeah, who burns sage? My mother, gross, she likes to burn it, it gets rid of the negative energy in your house. Really, yeah, do you know what gets rid of negative energy? She has a negative energy towards hockey, a (laughs) bottle of water, and a run. She needs to use the sage on herself, on herself during hockey, during hockey season. Yes, I agree, sage against the machine. I agree. All right, what's your deodorant? Uh, Kayla, I your use question. I use men's spade stick. Oh, it's the only thing that works. Do you have a, the only do you have a flavor? What's the what's the? It's like power fresh. Oh my power god, fresh. Jesus! What? I Is think it? we might have the same. <laughs> That's my favorite because it's the only one that literally the only one that works for me. Wow, it I really have tried. Is speed. Do you buy the two pack from Target? I do. <laughs> I have only. It's not the one that looks like gel that's like neon green colored. No. It's got to be the white chalky stuff. Yep. So I'm a white chalky. Yeah. I'd prefer scentless anything. I don't like, I don't like scent. Yeah. I don't like, I mean, I'm not one of these like, like you know, natural or no aluminum, none of that stuff. You just want cancer. I, yeah, I want cancer. And all I really want is no odor in my hand lotion anything i just don't want to be what kind of soap do you use uh he like doesn't use dove soap. something it's pretty scentless oh i, I, I like, like the scent i don't like, I like any the smell scents. like a man I don't, gross <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're becoming the I'm funny gonna, one on this show for christmas becoming. i'm gonna get you some uh becoming doc- you were never the funny one dr bronner's unscented that's what i'm gonna get you for christmas next year okay You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Welcome to 10 Minutes. I'm Tony Scott. Peter Rodney, how are you doing today? I've literally never been better. 
It's a great time of year, though, isn't it? Knowing that I don't use speed stick power fresh makes me feel like a superior hey. human. Yeah. Why does that make you feel superior? I probably save money. It works for me. You guys don't have to smell me. Stanky. Yeah. We don't need stank in this house. There's a lot of hockey to cover in the youth hockey ranks. Uh, today's show is brought to you by Map South Hockey, Breakaway Academy, and General Sports. Uh, Peter, uh, we haven't seen you in a couple weeks on this show. How is your new stick gifted to you by General Sports working on it? I'm guessing your number of goals has gone through the roof since you got the stick. I haven't gotten to use it yet. You haven't gotten to use it yet? I haven't gotten to use it yet. Uh, do you think you are Map South ready now that you have that stick? Yeah. You, you go there and hang with the Map South yeah. kids? Oh, I don't I think could, so. I could kick the Map South kids. I don't think you could. But. All right. Well, could you go win the gold cup or whatever? What did the breakaway kids hand out yesterday? They had fifth, sixth, seventh, uh, eighth grade. It was like a gold cup or something. Peanut butter cup. It was pretty cool uh, what they did over there. So could you beat an eighth grader? In Probably. Hockey? Would you be better than them in hockey? Well, I think I would be better than them at hockey, not skill wise, but I think I understand the game. Oh, a little you would bit more. Smart them? No, 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 no. No. I would just You're annoy them smarter? so much oh, that they would annoying. get so mad. They would give up that they would play terribly. So I saw. Speaking of breakaway, I saw on their uh, socials this week that the Chaska Chan Ten A team, who's got, I think five, maybe six girls who attend breakaway. Uh, Ryland Bowling, Lolo Lundine, Addie Jensen, Caitlin Pink. The usual like suspects. Kayla Martin. I think there's one more. If I, I'm sorry if I don't remember. The sixth girl who goes to breakaway plays for Chaska Chan, and they beat Osseo Maple Grove this week. If you recall a few weeks ago, OMG won the Cabin Fever in like a six- or seven-person shootout to keep their yeah. undefeated season alive. Well, their undefeated season came to an end last Sunday. 3-2 overtime win for the Chaska Channers. So now we don't have a 10-A team with a undefeated season. So congratulations to Chaska Chan on that effort. And I will say this. If OMG and Chaska Chan could set up a game, a neutral site game or on-site game, I will do. I will be there. I will broadcast it or I will ref it. Either one. I will be there uh, to see them play another game because I think it would be a fun rubber match to see. So we'll see if anyone's listening or watching from those two teams and Wants to make that happen because I will be there. It'll be a great game between teams with a lot of good players. I was finding the sixth player that you missed. Oh, yeah. Good, good luck. Ryland Bowling, Addie Jensen, Lolo Lundin, Michaela Martin, Caitlin Pink, and Olive Smith. Olive Smith, of course. How could I miss Olive Smith? I don't know. She's a Dango Fest MVP, I think, Olive, last year, wasn't she? Olive Smith. She yeah, was MVP actually. of the 10 Bs two years last year. So, heck of a player. Wow. A oh, good good dig there. We're going to talk a lot of district hockey in this middle session. Uh, we're going to talk about the regional guide. Uh, some t some districts, three of them are done. Uh, District twelve, which is the Iron Range, uh, District fifteen, which is your north or your lower northwest, and then you have your District sixteen, which is your upper northern Midwest. Uh, Northern West uh, District. Those guys are all done. So if you're a PEB player, so no District nine. Uh, and District 9, and all of Southern Minnesota, uh, gotcha. they're, they're done. Um, if you're a PBB, PBA, PB, 
everything but PBAA and Bantam AA from those districts, and your your season could potentially have ended last weekend, which is really strange. Like right around Valentine's Day to be done. Yeah. So that's the one thing I noticed with my son. Jake, when he was playing, when they made the regions, you got that extra week. So you, you were playing into, you know, uh, early March, late February. If you lost in districts, sometimes you were done like February 10th. So two to three weeks of extra hockey for those kids. And those that get the state tournament bid, they get two weeks two weeks of hockey before the state tournament, which is mid-March. So let's talk a little districts. Uh, I think the one of the more interesting things with districts is – the rotation of districts that get two teams to regions and some get three. Each region has a district that has two teams each year. And I don't get it. You don't, do you? Oh, I, no, I don't get it because when I played, we got three out of the Twin Cities district. Every year or in the years that you recall? At least the year that I played B Peewees. I only played one year of Peewees at Como. Okay, but I never totally understood the rationale behind some districts getting multiple bites at the apple, and in even theory, regardless of size. In theory, it works. In theory, it works. In practice, I don't see how it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and here's why: in theory, every year there's a rotation. So uh, this year it's districts 15, districts three, districts four, and district 11 who get two bids two regions while the other eight get three bids to regions from out of their district playoff or district standings. Um, and this is the year those kids get it. Those teams get it. It just doesn't make sense to me that large districts like district eight and district 10 who have sometimes 10 to 12 teams in a standings in a, in a level okay. only can get two kids, two teams to regions. Whereas some districts, and I'm not picking on District 11 or Northern Minnesota, but because it sounds like you're picking District, on district 11, 11, just a smaller district. There's usually four to six teams in their district. They should just be automatically two, in my opinion. If you have a certain size, you should just have like District Two, uh, White Bear Lake, Montemedi, Stillwater. That's a smaller district. They shouldn't get three. It just doesn't seem fair proportionately yeah. that they should do it. The bigger districts. And if they want to do it, they could redistrict and put some teams that fit geographically uh, into District 2 and District 11. So there's just there's my two cents on that. Okay, I got another question for okay, you. Go ahead. How important is seeding at Regions? Like, In Regions, it's not really because you it's a double elimination tournament. So if you got a really bad seed, there's a way you can always win your ba- way back to the state tournament if you lose in that first seeding game. Okay, fair enough. I don't think it's a big deal. You know, oh, we're the three seed or the two seed. You're going to have to play a good team. And you're going to have to. You're going to have to win three games uh, on the through the front door, and sometimes four games on the back door. So, right. uh, I don't think it really matters the seeding whatsoever. Okay. Okay. And more questions? Yeah. Is there a region that you're looking forward to going to? Based on um, uh, location, proximity to a Starbucks, proximity um, to... I don't really food. have one specific. I just know I like making my way around. I, I go to this, the boys' section 8AA final every year, which is on Thursday. 
uh, 8A, excuse me, 8A final, which is on Thursday. And then I usually dart from there to somewhere where there's going to be a player to interview for a 1560s okay. or a regional or somewhere in between. So I remember one year, I like two years ago, I went to, I went from uh, East Grand Forks across the state to Hermantown. Actually, I stopped in Bemidji, and then I went to Hermantown and interviewed Max Plant and Willie Peterson for their 1560, which, ironically enough, was the home of a regional, and it was a Bantam A regional, so I actually took some pictures and covered that regional and then made my way down 35 to Moose Lake. I got a regional there in Moose Lake, and then I went to a regional at either the Super Rink and Andover, so I kind of just saw the whole state in a 24-hour period run through it. All so, right. Does that answer your question? Not really. Okay. I was wondering about current locations. Okay, so I don't have them up. You have your computer in front of you. I Why do. Why don't you throw a few at me? Like, I know that Coleraine is a host. I yeah. Could, I could very easily, if, if Grand Rapids makes it to state, I will be in Coleraine, which is five minutes from Grand Rapids, because I'll be doing an interview there. If Hermantown makes it to state, I don't know what's in District 11 for regions this year, um, but I'll definitely be on that side of the state uh, doing my 15 questions, 60 seconds, and a combination of regionals that way. All right. Uh, Banamays, a couple of standouts, Ward and Wasika are going to get regions. Banamays. So Warroad's, I'm going to be in Warroad. Should I stay in Warroad and get a Warroad picture? I don't think so. No. We have a photographer in Warroad. I don't think I'll be there for that regional. No. Um, New Hope. I don't think I'll be there either. Okay. That could be you. There's New Hope in Plymouth, which Chisholm. has got Peter written all over it. Chisholm. I could end up in Chisholm could for end sure. Up in Chisholm. There's a Bemidji. Got a I could Woodbury. stay in Bemidji. I could stay in Bemidji and shoot that, depending on that one is. Yeah. I Falls, Monticello. I won't be in I Falls. You've never seen Moose Sherrett. I've never before. been to Moose Sherrett. There's Greenway. That's the one where I could end up, yeah. Okay, Greenway, St. Louis Park, Roseau, St. No, nowhere Cloud. south. I won't be south. Okay. I won't be. Roseau, did you say? Yep. I won't be there. There is. There's a, a 12A region. 12, okay. 12A North. That's where 12A North and Roseau. That's going to be a great district, uh, good regional, too. Because yeah. Grand Rapids, Greenway, Alexandria, Warroad, Hibbing, Chisholm, Thief River Falls. These are Warhead, all in for the 12As already? Moorhead, East Grand Forks, and Rockridge. That's fantastic. That's a good region. Yeah. It's a really good region. Uh, so if you are looking on YHH and you see the youth regional guide and what is this. This basically gives everybody where everybody's going and who their first round opponents will be uh, the weekend of regions, which is creeping up on us really quick. Yeah. I'd say we're about 10, 11 days out for that beautiful weekend. Click on it. Click on it. Well, Tell it's your good. Friends. There's good info Tell in your there. Friends. Uh, hats off to... Joe Ogenen for helping check in each week and build each day and add in teams. And we'll be reminding teams uh, throughout the next five days uh, what, what, where, what, who's in and who's out and where they're going and who they're playing in the first round. All righty. All right. What it's else? It's a lot got? of region stuff, right? It's there. a lot. Well, next week's the big show. So it's our probably our <sighs> most viewed show of the year. Uh, we get to pick all the regional winners uh, for every tournament. I believe it's like 33 tournaments. Think about that. Most shows we do like 
four, five, six, eight right, predictions. Right now, thirty-three. Am, right now, I'm the human version of the melting face emoji. Well, funny you should say that. I was someone was talking to me today. Is Wednesday we're recording, and there's a lot of section quarterfinals tomorrow, and people are asking me where I'm going. I'm like. I am just worried about today. I can't worry about tomorrow. I'm doing my best just to stay focused and stay in the moment. We have girls high school state going on as we're recording between yeah. games right now. There's just so much hockey, and it's just such a great time of year. It, it is a great time of year. It's a little a little behind the scenes here. We do get people who ask, well, why aren't you at this quarterfinal? And what about oh, this is such a good game? And I'm kind of like, Okay, they might be good games, but everybody gets a quarterfinal. As we get further along in sections and even in youth to regions, the coverage window gets more narrow, which works out well for us because then everybody can be on the same page. Everybody's playing for the same stakes. It just yeah. it turns into a mess trying to get to section quarter. They're, they're trickier to get to. I'll get to one. I th there's one I'm eyeing up that's going to be the Shakopee Prior Lake game. Shakopee's a top 10 team. They host a rival, and it would also mean it's also the team that one of the three teams they lost to this year was Prior Lake. So I think there's a little bit of oh, juice there. No. So, all right. Um, let's get on to Fargo. You want to move on to Fargo? Let's move on to Fargo. You, you have your little. Your map my, here. My, my cheat sheet. So this is the Fargo International. Yeah. Um, I think it's one of the best youth tournaments in the United States. And there's a great field again this year. Uh, how it works is there's 64 teams. They play down. They basically go from 64 to 2 on Sunday over at Shields Arena. Uh, I'm not going to read all 64 square day teams. I'm going <laughs> to give you my picks for each pool. Okay. What, what did I just say about narrowing things? We're going to narrow this one down. So on Friday night, these will be the 16 teams uh, all squared up and ready to go for Saturday morning. I am usually about 14 or 15 out of 16 out of these picks. Uh, yep. We'll go pool A is Osseo Grove White. Yep. Uh, they'll meet Moorhead on Saturday morning should be a really good hockey game. Uh, Shakopee will win Pool C, and they'll face, face Chaska Chan, district opponent, it, who will win Pool D. Uh, and then the next quadrant is Osseo Maple Grove Crimson, who just missed out uh, on the final eight at our Squirtacular to Centennial. Uh, they'll play West Fargo Blue, who just missed out on the final eight by losing to Andover. Uh, and then we have Edina Green. Uh, they'll face off again. They'll win their pool, and they'll face the vaunted East Grand Forks Green Wave, uh, who just missed out on the final eight in our tournament in the last seconds of play. And then Orna, who I was really impressed with yeah. at the Squirtacular. Man, they got some speed. Holy they smoke. Skate. They got some Great players. They can skate. Uh, Woodbury Black is also in it. They were the finalist in the Squirtacular. And they will, the, then at the other head of that bracket is Minnetonka and Cloquet, who I, I, I don't know if I've talked about Cloquet enough. You have not. I uh, saw them quite a bit. They have a lot of 2012 birth years, so they're an older team. Uh, they did quite well in our tournament. They had one of the most exciting games. I believe it was like a 9-7 to seven loss to... 
uh, Grand Rapids in our tournament. But uh, a really exciting team. Uh, they can really light it up quickly. They'll face Tonka, the 1K winner versus the 1L winner. And then in the other bottom half of the bracket, I got Jefferson going out of M. I thought Jefferson impressed me quite a bit in the pool that they played in against Chaska Chan. Uh, and then a really good team that actually has not lost. I'm not sure if they've lost since the Scortacular. That's Park of Cottage Grove. And oddly enough, Park Cottage Grove could face Andover again, who I believe they faced in the Squirtacular Final Eight. Andover and Edina White will win O&P pools at the bottom end of the Squirtacular, or excuse me, the Internationals pool. Squirt International. Squirt International. We, the names get confused quite often. So yeah, they do. Here's actually. who's going to end up playing on Sunday morning. Yep. Uh, I have Chaskachan, East Grand Forks, Minnetonka, and Andover. Chaskachan, East Grand Forks, Minnetonka, Andover. Right. You want to look at those lists really quickly and see if you agree with those four or if you think maybe someone else can – Sneak by. I I hate picking against. I hate picking against Woodbury Black. I think that's a really good team, and I hate picking against Park Cottage Grove. But I think that Andover has a lot to, has a score to settle with a few different teams in this tournament. They did not fare as well as they wanted to. I think that Minnetonka. I'm not sure. I, that's a really talented team, but it's really hard to win both uh, the Squirtacular and the Squirt International in the same year. I think you might be overlooking Shakopee a little Really? Bit. That's yes. a good team. That's a Shakopee good team. tied Cottage Grove in Section 3 of yes. the Squirtacular. So I don't know, man. Okay. I think Shakopee could be a spoiler here for you. I think Cloquet okay. could also be a spoiler. Cloquet's good. Against Tonka. They had two players, Marco Gentilini and Waylon Cockcut, who went over... 10 points each at the Squirtacular. Any teams that I might be forgetting? Do you see any others in there that, you know, hey, this team I like? Well, I, I brought up Shakopee and I brought up Cloquet. Yeah. I think Orono's got a really good chance here. I just saw so much speed and so much skill in that Orono team. I, I would not be surprised. Uh, they just actually, whoever they played in the uh, final eight, they just ran out of gas in the third period. So they, they might not have enough depth. But, uh, boy, the first two periods, I was like, man, these kids are quick. Yeah. So One last thing I would say about Shakopee is they tied for second fewest goals allowed during the Squirtacular. I believe it. I believe it. That's a, that's a deep group at Shakopee. Yeah. So but in your final four, you got Chaskachan, East Grand Forks, Minnetonka, and Andover. Yes. So are you asking me to pick between those four? You can pick, you can pick a champion. I'm going to pick a champion. Give me East Grand Forks over Chaskachan. And give uh, me Tonka over Andover and give me East Grand Forks over Tonka in the fall. You're going East Grand Forks? Yes. Well, thank you very much. Why? Because I was gonna pick them. Oh but I don't wanna I don't wanna gooch them. You know, I don't I don't wanna pick have us both pick well, why them. Why not? It'd be really yeah, funny. It'd be them. really funny. Jinxing. It'd be funny. Hey, I'm not I'm not jinxing Tyler Johnson one more time. He's the coach <laughs> for East Grand Forks. And I he's involved in our youth elite league and I brought up the how crazy that finish was when you and I are on the phone trading back and forth. And he, he's like, ah, you're bringing up a, a bad wound, Tony. Stop bringing that up. So I, I won't bring it up again. Uh, I will pick. I love this Chaska Chan team. I just think that there's Dude, so yeah. much talent there. I think they're the most 
talent-rich team in this field. I think talent wins out. I think Cheska Chan wins the Squirtacular last year and doesn't. They weren't able to pull it off winning both. I think this year they lose in the Squirtacular, and then they come back and they are going to win it. They're going to win the international this year. So I'll go. I'll go uh, Chaska Chan. I like it. All right. Uh, that was great. Uh, this segment was brought to you by Breakaway Academy of all teams. They have a bunch of kids Breakaway playing in this tournament. I wonder what the number will be that are be missing school uh, starting tomorrow. At, Seventy-two. Uh, I think 72. I'm going to go 72. The, 51 the, kids from... The Edina campus is just going to be totally empty. Yeah, it will be. It will be basically empty from fifth grade. The fifth grade... I, I wouldn't want to be a fifth grade teacher. Or maybe you would want to be a fifth grade teacher. I feel like classic. you would. It would be like yeah, one, you're one get big access prep to like day. Six kids. One big prep day. In the whole school. So, Well, the girls will be there because there's no girls... Uh, uh, Fargo International. So well, maybe they'll take off and go watch the boys. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't bank on that. Although they'd probably get extra credit at Breakaway Academy. That's the <laughs> joke I always have with Mr. Snuggeroo and Mr. Brink. I bet they love hearing that. An invitation has been extended to Mr. Brink uh, to come on the show next week to go over the regional show. Oh boy, and I'm not. I'm not sure he's going to be. A very comfortable picking the PBAA regions when he's coaching. It. Is, he... there, is there a conflict of interest there? You think? Yes. Maybe we'll teach him what conflict of interest means next you, week. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about this off camera? Because I got some opinions. <laughs> I bet you do. All right. Um, last session, we go into the general sports session with the roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. Uh, I was over at the general sports performance lab this morning, nice. and I was talking to Gannon Volk, who's the person who. He's the guy who actually fits your body into the proper skate. So he does a, an okay. analysis of your body. Uh, how are your knees shaped? How are your ankles shaped? How is your body shaped? And then how would that fit properly? So then he goes with you up to the shop and actually sits down with the skate fitting team okay. and helps them pick the proper skate that will fit into their body the way their body works. So the skate works best with their body. So Gan's a real sharp kid, was a wrestler at the University of Minnesota. I'm, he probably gets sick of me asking him wrestling questions. but Wrestling. I'm, I'm fascinated by the rules. I'm fascinated by the one-on-one-ness uh, of that sport versus yeah. the team games that we're covering all the time. Sometimes I think for you and I, I wish some of the hockey parents and hockey players who kind of make it more about themselves would have wrestled versus played in a team sport because they sometimes get too consumed with their <laughs> own child or their own situation and say, well, it's a team game. We have to fit her. How's your son or daughter going to fit into that team game situation? Yeah. And wrestling is uh, a straight-up man-on-man, woman-on-woman sport. It, it really is. I think back to I think back to the time I went to the first Olympics. No, I, I think about the original Olympic Games, which was running, jumping, wrestling, See yeah. how far you could throw heavy stuff. And wrestling really is like the original it is. sport. It is. So it's, it's a fascinating sport. And I would love to go to the Iowa State tournament for wrestling. That would be cool. That would be wild. That would be cool. That would be very cool. All right. Uh let's do it. Roses and thorns. Roses and thorns. You got um, three of them? Three roses? Yeah. Yeah, I got three. I got roses, three of them too. For sure. Uh, my first rose goes to General Sports for hooking me up with a sweet hyperlight two. I look forward to getting that baby on the ice have you scored with it yet? Have I haven't played? used it I haven't, it? I haven't okay. been able to use it yet I was right. I was late and I forgot my laces all right so I couldn't even get on the ice 
Um, I've never had a low kick stick before. I've never owned a stick with a 77 flex before. And I've never owned a P92 Curve before. So this is wow, all nothing new. like getting a custom stick for something you've never used before. I know. This is this is new territory for me. But I'm very, very excited to use it. So shout out to General Sports for hooking it up. Uh, I'll probably hit you up in a couple of weeks. All right. See what else you got in there. All right. Um, I have one. I was at dinner at another at a sponsor's restaurant, Jack's Cafe. Ooh. Uh, and I was with some friends. Yeah. And they were from out of town, and they think that I'm a big deal here in Minnesota. You're a pretty big deal. They don't know that I'm a big deal, but they think that I am. And I'm sitting there at dinner. We just sat down. We're chatting, and a guy just, like, out of nowhere, just, like, he came out of the kitchen or somewhere and gave the, hey, I really appreciate what Youth Hockey Hub does. I appreciate all you do for hockey. Went in this whole long thing and shook my hand and all this stuff. And like the people from out of town were like, did you pay that guy to come in here and say that? I'm like, no, this is something I hear often when I'm at an ice rink. But I never, outside of an ice rink or hockey-related area, I never get talked to. Oh, you mean you got talked to at a sponsor's restaurant? Yeah, it was pretty Whoa. cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. You so. slipped him a fiver. Don't I, lie to me. I would have. Uh, whoever that guy was, <laughs> thank you. He made me look super cool. My face turned bright red when he came up and talked to me. So bright it was cool. red. It's cool. Uh, my second rose, all of the girls who made time in their busy schedules to do interviews with us. I know this is the youth show, but some of these youth girls players will be high school players, and I hope that we get a chance to interview some of those talented, uh, talented players in the next couple of years. Thank you. To everybody who took some time out of their day to either come to the office or let me crash the Fergus Falls Community Center for a few minutes. I think that part's the really cool part, both boys and girls, getting to know, you know, you get to know some of these kids, you know, whether it's their parents or their kids through the rink, through its peewee challenge, through its gopher camps, whatever it might be that we are involved in 365 and then they actually meet them uh, the day after they punch their ticket to the state or the day before they go to the state tournament, whenever they are, or like Katie Comstock for me up in Crookston was fun. I've been a big fan of hers over the years. And then I got to pull her aside and go, Hey, you want to do 15 and 60? She goes, yeah, my brother did it. So, you know, the fact that we've got this legacy now of doing this for eight to 10 years makes it even cooler, but even cooler is the fact that, this will go on, you know, we'll march on with this tradition for another 10 plus years for us. Yeah. And that's exciting to meet the kids. And I like, I like meeting them. Why I keep doing it or we, we keep doing it is this is their one shining moment. Yeah. You know, it's the state tournament. So they're really excited and they're all in such a good mood. It's a fun interview to do. So, yeah, we've been really fortunate with the players that have come through the doors. Uh, my last rose. Do I have a rose? I got I three. I, I got. I got one more. I, I got one more. Okay. You, you I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go ahead. I got. The, you, have, you have given your two. Here's number two. Uh, this is a message that I received uh, this morning at 9:46. Hey Tony, this is blank. Thanks for all the opportunities you've given me over the years. All the tournaments and memories I've made will never be forgotten. I just want to thank you and YHH for all the work you guys do for players around the state. I wouldn't be where I am today without your work as well as YHH as a whole. Oh, that was nice of you, Blank. That was incredible. 
I love it. Thank you, Blank, for sending that to me. You I, said that was 9.46 in the morning? That was at 9.46 Why wasn't Blank in school? I don't know where Blank goes to school. I don't, I don't know these types of things, but it was a fantastic t- message that I received from him. So Shout thank you to Blank. To blank. All right. Uh, you get to go at number three. A third rose. I don't know if I have a third rose. I got rose, one. Though. You gave this one to me. You didn't I, did realize I, did it. Did I really? Yeah. You, you were kind of kidding. I was asking for a thorn because I didn't have one. Oh. And you said something about the winter weather. I'm like, that is actually a rose for no, this No, because I, I got a feeling something terrible I know, is but coming don't, down the don't, pike. Don't. This is like we don't just live doom. day to day. I mean, this is this has been an amazing winter. If you say carpe diem, I'm going to punch you in the no, head. No, I'm not going to say okay. carpe diem. No, I just think we have had. Oh, I just said it. Um, I, had, I mean, well, there's been a few jolts. You know, when I was in Crookston, I got a few. I got a nice uh, breath of frozen air. I got nothing. In I got thief. drilled, drilled nothing. pretty bad with some chilly air that night. But for the most part, very little snow, very little bad roads, very few canceled games. Yeah. Uh, very. I mean, I'm just been really lucky. I would consider this the best winter weather wise, and I will give the weather a definite rose for that. Thanks, brother nature. All right, you got a thorn. I don't really have a thorn either. It has. It has not been that brutal of a couple of weeks. Um, no, I don't. I don't have a thorn. People seem to have kind of chilled out about transfers compared to last year. Last year was brutal. Yeah, this I know. Time. I know. Everybody seems to have taken a big, deep breath, and I'm excited to get into the boys' postseason and the youth postseason, and hopefully we can stay rose-heavy and not thorn-heavy the rest of the way. I think one thing about, and this is more of a, a boys' high school topic, but it's kind of in general, I think the narrative of take your time, uh, enjoy the ride, uh, don't be in such a hurry to get to juniors, um, is you can see it this year, how many great players decided to stay home and play. We had seven forwards on our high school player of the year finalist list. And man, there were seven more other kids that are very, very deserving. We didn't have one goalie or one defender. And there's a lot of good hockey players that came back this year and which makes the high school season that much more exciting to watch when you have that many good players. So I'm glad that that narrative is there. My thorn, I don't have one either. How could you possibly have a thorn uh, in this uh, four-week stretch that we're going to have? We're going to have on Saturday, just think about Saturday, we're going to have two state champions in girls' high school. We're going to have almost all of the section finalists determined by by Saturday night. And then by Sunday, we're going to have all of the regional teams have have will have punched their ticket to regions, and then the following weekend is section finals followed by regionals. That's a great weekend, and then the following weekend is boys state. The following weekend is youth state. The following weekend is stars of tomorrow. So it's four or five weeks in a row where it's just a total rush. There's for my us. There's my. <laughs> That we have to do stars of tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. That doing one, stars of tomorrow, it, it's always it shows off how rusty we get, though. Yes, I know. The break we, we take a six week break, and it's like, and... wow, we're running a tournament again. You get to the rink, and somebody says, "Hey, the Zamboni's not working." And you're just like, <laughs> oh no, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. We're back. Oh uh, yeah, but I, 
actually love that tournament because it's kind of the kickoff to spring hockey. And I'm so excited for this year's spring hockey because we're running the Youth Elite League this year. And it has been a blast. I've had these conference calls with the eight organizations in boys youth hockey. And they are so excited for this. Uh, we have youth games with set rosters. So if you go up, show up for a AAA game at any hockey, you'd never know who's on the other team until the second period, basically. Now you're going to know every team you're going to play. You're going to know their rosters. We're going to cover that thing from top to bottom. And it's going to be a blast to see winter-style hockey in the summer. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And the teams are excited for it. And I'm excited to just uh, be involved in it and have my roll up my sleeves and see some great spring hockey this year. I think we're I think we're on our way. I think we are, we're too. We're on our way. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Map South Hockey, Breakaway Academy, and General Sports. For Peter Odney and Kayla Joe Franz, I'm Tony Scott. Thanks for tuning in this week's show. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Need to stay up.